and this is the Exploring Happiness podcast. Let's get happier together! Hello, let's dive in. Letting go. The last pillar of the Exploring Happiness framework I've been talking about the last episodes. The Exploring Happiness framework, just as a reminder, has six pillars. Mindset, health, connections, resources, dreams and letting go. Today, that's all about that last pillar, letting go. While the other pillars are all more about taking control of your own happiness in terms of healthy habits, to increase the capacity to actually be happy, feel, feel happy, the mindset, which can be modulated by affirmations and um, intentionally addressing hormones uh, or releasing hormones, um, overriding beliefs, etc., connections where we can form intentional connections, look after our love connections, encourage our community connections, and so on. So that's all in our control. The same with resources. I mean, we cannot control time or energy or money per se, but we can control our attitude towards it and how we use it. So resources is also a review how to control and how to manage better. Same with dreams, where we can control that we can realize those dreams. So, I mean, we can't control our dreams, we shouldn't, uh, but we can have some kind of say in that these dreams are realized or that we work towards that and either we find on the way that we actually don't want to invest that anymore or that there's roadblocks, but it's still the, in our hands to, to, work, to uh, work towards it. Uh, letting go is about the other side, the one where you can't really control. I mean, very little in life is really controllable. There's only the, our intention, our mindset, our appearance, uh, how we come there, what we want, which is in our hands, our attitude towards it. But life happens. <laughs> and um, letting go acknowledges that there's a lot more uh, to happiness than the part we can control and we can have a say in. There's a lot more which can make us happy if we, you know, set ourselves up and do the things we have a say in, but then also let go and just wait and see for for what what develops, what what happens, how life develops, what what's coming along, what opportunities, which people, what situations. Um, we, we can't control it or we shouldn't control it all. So letting go is uh, how I call it the magic, the un uncontrollable and embracing that uncontrollable um, is the magic and happiness. That's where happiness gets that little star, uh, a sparkle that a little bit mysterious as well because sometimes we're happy and we really don't know how that actually all came together. But uh, it did. <laughs> and embracing that is the last pillar um, of my 
exploring happiness frame. So I'm going to talk about a few um, aspects, forgiveness, fun play, creativity and spirituality, which I think belong into that letting go pillar. So let's start with forgiveness. Forgiveness is about forgiving others, but also yourself and sometimes forgiving life that it happened that way, um, which is usually connected with, with what others did or what we, we ourselves did. But it's important to acknowledge that something happened or somebody did something or I did something or you did something and that was counterproductive or it was leading to a bad situation or whatever, but then starting to let go of it. So letting go of the grudge and the luggage, the baggage we are carrying around by always thinking back that that situation or that person did that and that and that's why I suffer, somebody else suffers, etc. I mean, it can. it's often still true that that caused suffering and it's important to acknowledge it. It's not about forgetting it. It's just about forgiving, being able to let go of that and move on. Forgiveness is layered like an onion. Uh, we forgive and then a few months, years, whatever, later we go like, mm, have I really forgiven everything? I mean, I still find myself going back and going like, ah, oh, I have to forgive for that as well because what that person did was had so many layers and so much impact on, on my life that I have forgiven uh, that person for parts of it but I appear not to have forgiven everything because I'm just also discovering more and more how that action for example also impacted um, other things in my life which I hadn't realized before so it's not like you know forgive and that's it but uh, it can be but um, it's important that we do it and also forgive ourselves particularly if we don't you know Set, we want to set up healthy habits, we want to whatever eat less and exercise more, and then we found out, find ourselves with a bag of chips uh, instead of going to the gym or things like that. You know, acknowledge it uh, and forgive yourself, it, which doesn't mean that you're just completely okay with it and then you know quit the gym and just buy a lot more packets of chips. It's just acknowledging that it was hard to do and that way it doesn't work for you and find another way um something like that don't just you know accept it all but work with that but also let go of that bad feeling of that something went wrong or um, you did something wrong somebody else did something wrong um all this just let go of that baggage and find a way how to move on this is also connected with regrets we didn't do that or we didn't take that decision and then this is because that happened also. Uh, same thing. Just let go of that. Don't have regrets. Just acknowledge what happened and work out how you, you don't repeat it or what, what you can gain from it or something like that. But let it go. The next area is fun and play. It's always so serious. Our lives are so serious. We are full of responsibility and 
busyness and productivity and all these important things we always have to do. And we often forget, and I most certainly forgot about fun and play and how important it is. I also didn't really have that energy anymore. Um, and I'm happy that it came back. Being a little silly, testing some boundaries, some ideas, testing also uh, relationships. Um, well, that would go with boundaries. But uh, developing creative creativity solutions, solutions out of, out of the box, thinking out of the box. And most importantly, just don't be too serious. Don't take it serious. It's not work. Let it be easy. Relax and make time. So fun and play are really essential for our uh, mental health. It helps our brain to um, connect. It helps our brain to relax, to calm down. It helps our brain to form new ideas. So creativity, new pathways in, in the brain because we test out things like the little lions or little doggies, puppies, pups. Just, you know, rolling around and, uh, I mean, just kids rolling around and testing. And, I mean, kids can be a lot, a lot of times very testing and it can be more annoying than anything else. But in the end, if you make it playful, it can, again, be play and then testing without being serious. So um, fun and play be belong into the letting go area, uh, into the time when we are not, you know, loaded with all that responsibility or that busyness and that huge task list we will never work off anyway and in the end doesn't really matter. But, you know, just make a joke or be a little bit silly or, you know, do some silly faces or so. If you don't really know how to f have fun and play, uh, and I can completely empathize with that because I found myself suddenly having fun again or playing in, in little bits and uh, pieces again uh, naturally. But it took some time and it's, it's sometimes it's just do some silly, silly uh, faces or say something silly. Um, and, you know, you can always get out of that again. So if, you, if, if it's getting too silly for you and you're just losing your grounds there, then just say like, okay, that's enough. So... Um, just, you know, experiment with it. Creativity. I mean, fun and play really lead to more creativity. So what is creativity? I see creativity as that what our brain, which can only register this little amount and still haven't Googled how much it is, if it's 1% or 10% of the impressions um, which the brain registers, um, consciously, the rest goes into the unconsciousness. So there's a lot which is saved in our body, in our brain, and uh, some unconscious parts of memory um, and how our body reacts. Um, plus then our skills and um, conscious experiences uh, and also the values, what we want to be, how we want to be, come on top of that. Our social conditioning, our beliefs, everything comes together. And when you tap into creativity, you 
kind of let go of the need to to do it all logically. You just let it flow. There's logic in there. There can be logic in there as well, whatever logic exactly is. Um, but uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out if you if you let it flow and just try it out. I mean, if you if you're not a naturally creative person, and I think we all are, because even just trying to cope with a super full task list makes us quite creative. We don't have to paint or sing or um, write uh, to be creative. There are a lot of ways how we can be creative. But test out the real flow of creativity, so intentionally, where, for example, with a journal or with just a piece of paper and write something down, write a question down. How do I feel today? What do I want to do tomorrow? What do I do, want to do in my life? So you can go to the bigger ones or how do I feel about that certain situation? If you, if you, you know, if you're feeling a little bit queasy and you don't know why, just write that question and then start writing. Just write, write, write. And it's really interesting what comes out of us there. Um, and, if you want to test it with with painting, just you know, take some paint, take take some canvas or whatever, or even some furniture. We did it uh, on furniture and just you know start putting color on it or, or draw or whatever. Even if you're not, I'm not talented uh, as a drawer or painter or anything. Um, but um, I found myself quite creative with these things. They just flow out. They and afterwards, it looks actually really good. I mean, most of the things uh, I painted. Um, so let it flow. Let that creativity, that artistic creativity um, flow so that you can see how creative you are. All the things which are in you, which you didn't know they are in you, um, that you can tap into that. And when you see that, then try to find ways to tap into creativity intentionally on call so that you, you know, you don't have to procrastinate around and whatever. But if you actually want to write something like me with my PhD, or if you want to write a book or just a proposal or something, that you can actually sit down and start working on that and that creativity starts to flow so that you can kind of find the the tap which you have to turn or open um, to let that creativity flow and experiment with that. In the end, it's a letting go. It's a knowing that you know it, you know something about that and it kind of needs to come out of you uh, and you kind of have to stand aside and be kind of a, this vessel where it just pours out or flows through all the ideas, what you heard, observations, things you didn't even know that you know them, um, have to come out and you just take a side position and watch it. Let it go. Let it flow. Finally, spirituality. So spirituality is kind of submitting to being just a part and not understand everything, not being ever, not ever being able to understand everything, like everything. And also it's 
about ridding yourself or ourselves from being responsible for everything. I mean, either we always blame everything on God or whoever might be sitting on that cloud or whatever you believe, or we we feel that we can have a say in everything, that we can um, be powerful in everything, that we can do everything, and we can't. So spirituality is really about connecting to that idea that that we have to we have to trust, we have to have faith, we have to have hope, and we also have to have the belief in the good that in the end it's going to be good. In the end, we are all just energy, and energy wants to flow, and energy doesn't want to be stuck and negative and grumpy. Energy wants to flow and happily, you know, whatever, jump around, make sparks or so on. Spirituality is not religion. Spirituality doesn't have that dogmatic and also kind of regulating character. Spirituality is really just being part with the spirit or something like that. It's it's about embracing the greatness of being a part of that big ununderstandable thing what the universe life and everything is spirituality is when we reflect on our role on ourselves on our actions on our part in this bigger everything which might be our role in our family or our community or our society or on our planet it can be the very much bigger I think that it can also be just part of whatever we are and we are part of a lot of things. Finding a sacred place where we feel in touch with, connected with nature, life, whatever, is quite important. I mean, it really doesn't have to have be a church or a mosque or a temple. I mean, they often have quite a spiritual, quite a sacred feeling to it. But it can also just be a park bench. You know, you don't have to hug a tree or so. It can be a like a beautiful lake you know, if you live close to that. Or just your balcony with some flowers or whatever it is. Find Find a sacred place for you and also find your prayer. Find time to reflect upon their actions and getting clear about what you want which is prayer which is i mean it's asking for that but in the end possibly you ask yourself yeah you ask yourself to open up to see the opportunity to get that what you want pray is is kind of not begging i think it's uh, like a better term for begging. But it's something which is really important to us. So if we become cl uh, clear what we pray for, we also become clear what we really want and that we open our heart and our focus on our, our brain, our, you know, the one or 10% we consciously register um, what happens around us onto that, onto what we want. So prayer is pretty important, but you don't, you know, have to 
lie flat on the floor or fold your hands or whatever. You can just sit on your, let's go with the balcony, which is your sacred place, and stare into the trees and think about it. And then at some point get up and go like, oh, I think I really want this. How do I get that? Or how how do I get there? Um, so spirituality, I it's it's like I say, it's not promising anything. It's not promising that you get that. It's not promising answers. It's more a space where you can connect to all that and find out more about yourself, more about your being, your part um, by thinking about it. There might be signs. There might be somebody who, you know, sends then something. <laughs> Maybe there's a God sitting on a cloud going like, ah, I listened to that girl quite a lot of times sitting on her balcony now and asking for, you know, I don't know what, better health or something. I think I give it to her now. Possible. But I do think it's more about talking to ourselves and becoming clearer about ourselves. So... In the end, it's also letting go because we can only do that and that much. And then we have to let go and just either wait for the opportunities to come, trust that they come, have faith in that, work on our beliefs, believe that these opportunities come or that these things are going to happen. And then also be grateful for it, reflect upon it, what we got, what, what you have received. And how that fits together. So there we are, letting go. Letting go of grudges, letting go of a seriousness, letting go of whatever comes out of us, let it flow. Letting go of the control, the idea that we can manage everything, that we can determine everything. That's it. The last pillar of my Exploring Happiness framework. Next week, I'm going to return to the happiness definition and talk about that briefly. I'm going to make short episodes again. I hope you have a happy week. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week when we explore more happiness together.